Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. In this season, we're going to be talking more or less about a course I wish they'd offered back when I was in school called Zen and the Art of Weight Maintenance. These days, it seems like mindfulness applies to all dimensions of our lives, and I'm here to tell you that being mindful is absolutely a requirement if you want to engage in healthy eating. In 2019, Hello Health released a position paper called No More Regular Days, Why Executive Women Need a Systematic Approach to Health. The paper is available on our website, and I'll leave the direct link for you in our show notes. In the paper, we state that the number one challenge to healthy living for executive women is the food environment. It's time we addressed this challenge head on, but it's going to take us an entire season to do it. So here goes. Recently, I gave a presentation for a children's leadership program. In the audience were about 20 fourth graders and their parents along with other volunteers for the program. The program itself is really cool, so the kids were spending the day learning about healthy living. So they had taken a tour of an urban farm complete with a greenhouse. They'd been in the gym working out with a trainer, and now we were all standing inside the kitchen for the healthy eating portion of the day. There were three men demonstrating how to cook, and my part of this was to give a short talk on healthy eating. And so I asked the audience, can anyone tell me how we can eat in a healthy way? The kids were awesome. Nearly half of them raised their hands. I pointed to the first one who raised his hand, and he says, eat apples. Yes, that's good, but I'm wondering how I can eat in a healthy way, I tell him. So now the kids are chiming in with all kinds of different things we should eat. They're saying, eat all the fruits, not just apples. Eat vegetables too, and some protein. Eat protein. They're basically rattling off components of what they've been told are parts of a healthy diet. Yes, I say, you're telling me what we should eat, but that's not my question. I'm asking you how we should eat. And everyone got quiet, including the parents. They didn't understand the question. What I love about kids is they reflect our society so well. They're a measure of how well we're doing. And for their sake, I hope we start doing a lot better soon because in terms of enthusiasm for eating well and being healthy, these kids were off the charts. These were nine and 10 year olds whose parents are so involved in their lives that they spend their weekend doing a health program. Still, in terms of answering the question correctly, they were completely off course just like so many adults surrounding them. I asked this young audience how we should eat in a healthy way, and they gave me the easy answer. What we should all be eating is pretty straightforward. I'm a fan of Michael Pollan who said, eat real food, mostly plants, not too much. It's pretty simple. You can sum it up in eight words. If that seems too simple for you, here's another answer. After you adjust for your own food preferences in terms of texture, spice, allergies, and intolerances, you should eat a diet that contains about seven cups of organically grown vegetables and fruit, two cups of lean animal-based protein, unless you don't eat animals, in which case you will need to increase the amount of plant-based protein you eat in the form of nuts, beans, and eggs, unless you are a vegan. Incorporating whole grains like quinoa, farro, brown rice, and oatmeal will help you round out your meal and limit those whole grains to about two cups a day. You should avoid salt, saturated fat, and processed food. And that means you should cook and eat your meals at home in the company of people you like who chat with you while you eat and add to the overall sense of comfort while you enjoy the time. 
You should not go back for a second helping. You should not eat dessert. You should limit a glass of wine to one glass of wine with dinner. Don't drink other forms of alcohol. If you are a diabetic or you have problems with your kidneys, you should seek dietary counseling specific to you. It will be a variation of the diet I've just described, which is essentially the Mediterranean diet in a nutshell. If I sound too flippant about what to eat, it's because most Americans are so far off the mark as far as eating in a healthy way goes. We consume convenience foods as a matter of course. I consider convenience foods any edible material that comes out of a package, wrapper, plastic, cardboard, vending machine, or a fast food restaurant. We also consume far too many calories in the forms of liquids other than water, tea, milk, or coffee. The Mediterranean diet does not include soda, not even diet soda. It does not include lemonade, limeade, fruit juice, beer, or cocktails. Many women who work long hours tell me their obstacles to eating healthy food are related to the sheer amount of time it takes to get good food onto the table at home. By this, they mean the time it takes to plan meals ahead of time, make a grocery list, do the actual shopping, then there's a ton of chopping, the time for prepping, the time for cooking, the time for sitting down with other people for the meal and all the cleanup afterwards. That's just dinner I just described. And let's face it, eating at home while enjoying the company of others sounds like a luxury when 60-hour work weeks are your norm. The reality is that most of your meals will be consumed away from home, which means you will have to eat whatever is available to order. That's part of the reason I want to focus our time today on how to eat in a healthy way. You might not always have control over what you get to eat, but you can always have control over how you eat it. So let's talk. Our bodies are dedicated to being able to fuel well. We can enjoy the way food looks, the way it smells well before we get to taste it. In the tasting, we have the ability to sense five distinct flavors. We're primed to taste sweet first, followed by salty then sour and umami. Finally, the taste buds that sense bitterness are located at the very back of our tongues. Foods that combine two or more of these five kinds of taste are those we enjoy most. So being able to taste the perfect mix of sweet and salty as a combination is one of our absolute favorites as a species. Enjoying only sweet and salty foods is not a sophisticated way to eat. Those who cultivate a more sophisticated palate strengthen their ability to taste and enjoy the tastes that come from after the salty, namely sour, bitter, and umami. But here's the thing. You have to be paying attention and eating slowly in order to pick up on the fuller sensations available in your dining experience. The taste of umami is what allows us to enjoy the texture of food, especially meat, sushi, and certain plants with texture like mushrooms. Those who enjoy bitter foods are able to appreciate dark chocolate and good coffee in the absence of cream and sugar. When we allow ourselves to enjoy each aspect of tasting, we eat carefully and pay attention, which means we give ourselves time to begin feeling satiated. We drink more water. We stop before we get too full and uncomfortable. We don't get tipsy from the wine or the slightest bit drunk. The wine is there to enhance the flavor of the food and allow us to have that much fuller a tasting experience. Can you hear the amount of enjoyment in the eating experience I've just described? 
this is a capability every single one of us can use and strengthen to the benefit of our health. The operative word here is enjoy. To enjoy, you have to be paying attention and taking your time. And if you don't pay attention to what you eat and how you eat it, you will get it wrong. You will eat and drink too quickly, which means you will eat and drink too much. So you will gain weight simply because you don't allow enough time for eating and drinking water that enables your body to feel satiated. Feeling satiated takes time and attention. This is why I say Zen is part of weight maintenance. I don't think we realize how inevitable weight gain is when being distracted is our default. Studies show that during the six-week stretch between Thanksgiving and New Year's, the weight we gain is about one to two pounds each year. Now you're thinking, gosh, that doesn't seem like much. Well, factor in that we don't tend to lose that one to two pounds before the summer starts, which means that over a decade, between, say, age 40 and 50, we weigh anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds more than we used to simply from not paying enough attention to the meals as we ate them. The key takeaway is this. No matter what you are eating, eat mindfully. And that takes a lot more of our attention, planning, and focus than simply knowing what to eat. The next time you think about how to eat in a healthy way, know that the answer comes from the course that wasn't offered back when we were in school called Zen and the Art of Weight Maintenance. So the short answer to healthy eating is to eat mindfully, no matter where you are and what you're eating. The long answer will take us all of season two to answer, and we're going to do our best. If you'd like to take action toward eating in a healthy way, here are some concrete things you can do. Number one, the next time you're out at a restaurant, turn your phone to silent and tuck it into your pocket or your purse. Ask the person with you to do the same and engage that person in conversation. If you are alone, don't distract yourself by watching the TV or reading. Instead, try to smell all of the smells around you. While you wait for the food, take the opportunity to drink a glass of water. Appreciate its temperature. Don't dig right in when your food arrives. Instead, look at your food. See how good it looks. Then take the time to savor each bite. It's a given you'll be able to taste sweet and salty. Restaurant eating guarantees those tastes. But hey, can you taste umami, sour, bitter? Number two, stop drinking beer and liquor in all forms, including cocktails. It is really hard to pay attention to eating in a healthy way when you are under the influence and you are even more likely to eat too much. Number three, start bringing your lunch to work. You heard me, go back to the brown bag lunch tactics. Having a little bit of home with you at work will fuel you emotionally as well as physically. So if you are one of the blessed souls who ate a home-cooked meal for dinner, save an extra portion to bring as lunch the next day. If there are no dinner leftovers, make yourself a sandwich. Plain old peanut butter and jelly will do. And make the fourth grade kids proud by cutting slices of apples and packing them for a snack. I like to have tea for my thermos and a honey stick with my apples at three in the afternoon. Maybe you do too. You know you're getting it right when you can make healthy snacking enjoyable. If you like what you hear on Hello Health today, please take some time to rate and review us. That's a fantastic way to support the show. Share this episode with a friend so she can be healthy too. If you're looking for more resources, please visit the show notes for links to our downloads. And as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, remember... 
Today is good. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.